In episodes past, I know we kind of talked about the exciting news of the Digimon movies getting a 2023 re-release with a new English dub, right? Well, you thought we were just going to mention it and not watch it again? You thought wrong, because the moment anyone says the Digimon movie, I have to go back and watch it. That's exactly what me and Danielle did, and we're going to be talking about that alongside a bunch of other stuff today. So stick around and we'll let's get go on into it. I Married a Wee podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast that goes back to watch that one Digimon movie that got shat on in the reviews, but we know damn well it's a good movie. Hey, are you new here? Hi, my name's Tom. Been watching this anime stuff for quite some time, and then I got my wife into it, and now she watches it with me, and then we talk about it on air. I already mentioned her name, but what's your name again? I'm Danielle. Danielle, that's right. We like her a lot. Met her in college, and now she's stuck with me. So. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you like what you're listening to today, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram. That's I Married a Wee Pod on Instagram. Uh, Two posts a week generally to reflect the two episodes a week. That's Monday and Thursdays are two podcast episodes a week. Uh, We thank you for letting this be your first episode and hopefully it's somewhat enjoyable for you. You can also find a link tree on that uh, Instagram that'll get you into our Discord. It's been a little quiet because we took a little vacation. We'll get into that a little bit later, but it's a good time in there. We talk about anime, manga. We show off the merch um, that we buy. We just do a bunch of stuff in there. Internet stuff uh, with internet friends, as we always say. So just hop on in there. Now's the time. Just come be friends. That's it. Easy, easy peasy. And if you don't have Instagram and you want in on that, please just check out the link in the description of this here episode. Danielle. How are you? I'm good. Weird to be back. I'll tell you, just take one week off of recording and it's just suddenly foreign again. Yeah. I feel like even when we walked into our house after a week, I was like, whoa, this feels weird. It had a smell. Yeah. Probably because the windows were shut all week. Uh, Yeah. 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 This house too. Mm -hmm. And I just instantly smelled mint. (laughs) Because you got mint leaves in here and that shit was just releasing its pheromones while we were gone. Yeah. That's all right. It's good stuff. I'm glad that our plants didn't die. I know. That's usually (laughs) whenever we go away on a trip, it's pretty much night night to the plants. But yeah, who would have known? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what? Let's not break tradition here. And Danielle has already preempted me. You guys will know how (laughs) exciting this is. She's got some anime news for us today. So, Danielle, would you like to let's just do ping pong. Why don't you start us off with some news? Sure. So we just watched. The Super Mario Bros. movie on the airplane coming back. I don't want to talk about that right now. Dang it. But, well, not right now. Maybe we can later or on Thursday's episode. I don't know when you'd want to talk about that. But, unfortunately, the Barbie movie surpassed the Super Mario Bros. movie as the highest earning North American film for 2023. That worries me. Because the movie looks like it's garbage. (laughs) And uh, it... Worldwide earnings of $1.3 billion, I'm pretty sure that number is. Heaven help us. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the I mean, Super Mario Bros. movie was good. It was a, yeah, it was pretty good. But like, I went Barbie, in a, mo- I don't see the Barbie movie, but it just, 
yeah. Listen, full hipster status, just because of how much went into advertising that movie and then everyone talking about it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of even hearing about it. I'll never watch it for that reason. Well, it's I probably heard, pretty okay, but it doesn't look that good. I heard that the Barbie movie really didn't do any marketing before uh, the movie came out. Horse shit. I was you couldn't get away from this stupid thing. Our Roku had it. Every corporate company was like trying to put that in their social media, Barbie puns and what you couldn't get away from it. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Who cares, right? Now the good movies, speaking of which, we already knew Perfect Blue was coming back for a 25th, sorry, Firth, I almost said, (laughs) 25th anniversary showing in theaters, September 6th to to 10th. Um, Well, wouldn't you know that AX Cinema Nights is to scream (laughs) <laughs> oh boy we're back oh, oh we're back baby uh is to screen five anime films actually oh starting with perfect blue and then it's going to go into ghost in the shell november oh. uh 8th to 12th i believe it's very small font yeah uh then from there tokyo godfathers never seen that one but it's the 20th anniversary so may have to take a little gander at that Hmm. It's a Satoshi Khan film, which Perfect Blue was. So mm. Oh, wow. Let's go do a little double dose. Cool. Great news. We've got uh, January. Great month. I heard some very cool, okay people are born during that month. <laughs> Shout out myself. Um, between January 21st and 23rd, Cowboy Bebop the movie hit in select theaters. Oh, and then finishing strong with Paprika. Oh. It's a, it's a trippy one, that one. That's February 7th, 8th, and 11th. Now, not sure where these are screening. All I know is that it's going to be uh, in 300 cinema locations in the United States of America. I got to tell you, that's one of the benefits of being near that one city that we live near. Because then generally at least one theater around here is doing it. So Yeah, and I feel like the, the Barrington IMAX theater usually has well no you know what i found out actually because i had looked it up i still have it pinned at the top here i looked up the perfect blue showing Uh uh-huh it's it's at the theater all of 40 feet from our house it's exaggeration it's not 40 feet it's literally around the corner it's three minutes from the house (laughs) and we're probably gonna see it there oh cool yeah i think seeing ghosts in the shell would be kind of cool wouldn't it be or two yeah i think we should see all five if i'm honest we haven't seen Paprika, right? I think I've only no, heard of it, but no. I've never seen it. Which I want to watch with you. I think that'd be a good one to talk about, too. No, we watched uh, Metropolis. Oh, that's never, right. Never did an episode on Oof. that because I don't want to. That was a I don't want to do that. <laughs> Anyways. We, we some... don't want to do it to ourselves and we don't want to do it to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's, what else have we got? So I had heard this from Kay a while back, but okay. after school, um, Hanako is uh, the reboot is set to debut in October. Oh, Um, I guess it's getting a reboot and it's going to hit Japan's airwaves on October 12th. And the new series is going to consist of 10 minute episodes set to air over the course of four weeks. Okay. So very interesting. Um, Yeah. So I know that has a pretty good fan base, Hanako. So yeah. Sweet. Look out for that. We like up. it. 
Um, awesome. Love it, love it, love it. I've got just a couple clothing things for you. A hundred thieves, which was that I, I believe is the gaming organization. Well, apparently they do clothes too. And they're gonna be offering a 12-piece apparel and accessories collection um for Dragon Ball Z fans. Oh. Yeah, there's one that's like a hoodie. It says a hundred thieves, and it's the floating uh Dende's thing. Dende dealy thing, mm-hmm. which is pretty sick. A lot of them are actually pretty solid because I, I know a lot of times they get kind of lazy, but these are cool. There's a couple keyboards um, and some other stuff. Hmm. If that's in fact the 100 Thieves I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure it is, right? And let me just um, bundle it together here with the other thing, which is making Christmas special this year with these ugly Yu Yu Hakusho sweaters. <laughs> you what? better believe it. Do you like Yu Yu Hakusho? Do you like ugly sweaters? Well, then, boy, have I got the thing for you, says this article. Let me introduce you to the Yu Yu Hakusho Ugly Sweater Collection. And yes, it's the official name with the resurgence, resurgence, there it is, of 90s otaku culture in Japan comes these five Yu Yu Hakusho themed sweaters made by Palud. Each sports one of the series' main characters. You've got one with Yusuke. Um, his isn't the best. Kuabara's <laughs> is truly because it's got his big ass mug on it. That is an ugly sweater. <laughs> We've got a Karama one. The color's atrocious. So it it is an ugly sweater. Yes, Hiei's well. is sick. Oh, Hiei's is sick, nasty. Which how are they going to do it? And then you've got the Takaro Brothers one. Oh, I was going to ask what the fifth one was. Exactly. Okay. Each sweater retailing for 14,300 yen, otherwise known as $98, and can be purchased from the Village Vanguard site. Pre-orders have already begun, and they close September 7th. I kind of want that HEA one, but I'm not going to spend that money on it. Pin pin that so I can see it after. The the Yusuke one at least has a bunch of poos on the bottom. It's cute. Yeah, I'll pin that one for you so we can take a little gander at it. Cute. And I believe that was the last of the clothing. So back to you, my love. All right. Um, so I watched a trailer for the Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Sure. Shibuya incident arc looks dope. Yeah. Uh, and that begins August 31st and will span 18 episodes. Look at you. So we need to start getting on that because then we can like start to binge it pretty regularly and then just catch up we over time. And I think we got to, got to do that. Absolutely. And um, speaking of Yu Yu Hakusho and why it's the best anime. Oh, of that course. No I mean, one seems to want to put it at the top of any rating. Debate me on Discord. <laughs> Go, please, I dare you. So to further prove that Yu Yu Hakusho is the best anime ever, the Naruto mangaka reveals that uh, Naruto's shadow clone Jujutsu is an inspiration from Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, well, of course. It's, um, uh, so it's an ins- inspiration. His shadow clone Jujutsu is inspired by one of the four saint beasts. Yeah. The final one that ends mm-hmm. up showing. Yep. 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 yep, yep. Uh, Suzaku. That's so right. So if you need any other reason why Yu Yu Listen. Hakusho is the best. The homie already, the homie that made Naruto already said he's a big fan of Takashi. Which, why oh, wouldn't nice. you be, right? Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. That's pretty nice. And then my last, last one. Do you have any more news? I do, and I'm oh, going to okay. just shotgun them after this. Because okay. I'm already over the news. Okay, so my last one is um, they're going to release a massive art book uh, for Inuyasha and other works written by um, 
the homie. Yeah, Rumiko Takahashi. Nice. So yeah, it looks really, really dope, actually. Well, swipe the card. <laughs> Those art books are getting expansive. Yeah. All right, quick one. Uh, if anyone's into PlayStation, I, I'm not really a console guy anymore, but that's okay. I'm still out here for the homies. The official PlayStation blog announced on Wednesday that they're going to be releasing the PlayStation Portable. It's the first remote play dedicated handheld device for the PS5. Uh, it's going to be two hundred dollars. So, so I think people keeping up with Switch. Yeah, um, I guess people have been able to. I think do remote onto their phone or something, or hmm. I don't know. Everyone's dabbled. I think the Vita could do it or something. I don't know. Again, not into the console stuff. Slayer's artist. So uh, someone at Comicat One Hundred Two, the artist Rui. Uh, Araizumi puts out put out a new like book containing his fan art or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess Twitter users were quickly like going hard, s- deciding that he had used AI to make the images. So they're just shitting on this guy. It's like, look, he did this, he did that. Well, no, the guy brought receipts. Okay, homie showed that he in fact fucking drew it, and Twitter went ahead and just shriveled back up to being Twitter again. So it's like yeah, this is going to become, I think, way more. Uh, prevalent, obviously, because it's, I mean, people questioning that's a good thing because you want to make sure it's like, but at the same time, it's like. But like, why have you seen the art? Do they think it looks too stylized? And that's why they thought it was AI. Why would, why would someone just jump to the conclusion that it was made by AI? I don't know. Just, I mean, typical otakus, one of them quote, this Lena is a hundred percent not his work and I hate it. It makes me want to ask who used AI to make this. Oh gosh. Get a job. Seriously. You know, if you sleuth (laughs) the sleuths, dude, go do literally anything else. Those keyboard warriors, man. We love them. And we're hoping that they're living life to the fullest. Hey, you know, uh, Uruse Yatsura, that one with the girl in the leopard thing with the blue and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, the anime's second half is premiering this January. Oh. So welcome back. We got some homies in the Discord that are going to be happy about that. We do. I actually, I mean, it's a wacky show, but I wouldn't mind continuing that at some point in my life. Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. Um, If you guys thought you were safe, I mean, the Instagram ads have already started rolling in for me. It's kind of making me sweat every time I see a Grand Blue Fantasy relink. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, the game's uh, reveal trailer unveiled February 1st release date. Oh my gosh. Stoked on it, but it's a little too long for my say, liking. That's a while away. Uh, yes, that's, and I mean, it seems like, wait, aren't we hearing about this a lot now? So we've been hearing about Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising, which is another fighting game. It's because there was already Grand Blue Fantasy versus, but Rising is the new fighting game. That one's coming out November 30th. So I'm glad I played the first one all of three times. Uh, <laughs> but this one that's coming out in February, it's actually a uh, role-playing game which we're into, right, which will have cross-play capability for its multiplayer mode between the two consoles. It's also going to be on Steam. That's what we're here for. You're going to be getting it on PC. And if you guys want to play some multiplayer with me, you better believe I'm going to try and set aside maybe uh, 15 or maybe 30 minutes for that game. So definitely hit me up in the Discord about that when that game's out. Now, real-life news to send it home. Sorry. Charles Martinet which you guys might know as the iconic voice of Mario since 1991, is going to be stepping down from recording voices for Mario and other characters. He's going to transition to the new role of Mario Ambassador, 
one of those new age job titles. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. The company stated that he's going to continue to travel the world, sharing the joy of Mario and interacting with all of the fans. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they're going to have to find a replacement or something of that sort. I don't know if that's on the docket or what, but. Uh, I mean, with AI, speaking I of mean, AI. Just, yeah, just. Couldn't they like feed it? Because I've mean, heard people do. Well, we've heard things like yeah, actors yeah. and they do like AI weird clips and it sounds almost just like them. Didn't even know that. But that makes so much sense because I was going to say, oh, that sounded pretty much like Mario. When we were watching uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, obviously he wasn't Mario. Had no idea, but he was Giuseppe. And he did the woohoo at the end. It's Mario's dad. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Or Giuseppe, who says Mario's iconic woohoo in the film and Mario's dad. So he did both. I was going to say Mario's dad sounded like it. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he also played Magenta in Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the movie. Hmm. Which is pretty interesting. We just like interesting stuff. And the last, let's finish it on some sad shit, homies, oh, as we no. do. It's how we do it. Uh, acclaimed anime art director, Nizo Yamamoto. So he was an art director on several Ghibli films, including uh, Castle in the Sky, Grave of the Fireflies, Princess Mononoke. Um, and then he contributed to the art for The Girl Who Leapt Through Time and Weathering With You has passed away at the age of 72 stomach cancer on Saturday. So prayers out to the homie. Very sad. Obviously, very iconic man. Uh Definitely aided in giving us all some joyous art and, uh, yeah, just sad, sad stuff. I did see that and I didn't want to be a Debbie Downer in the news. Well, guess what? I'm, I, I was Debbie Downer last time. Were you? Yeah. Mm, that's okay. <laughs> let's, let's bring up, let's kick it up, if you will. That's a, that's a Digimon movie reference to the soundtrack song that I like. We'll get into that later. But the Digimon movie. Guys, it's been a while. I can't remember the last time I watched this movie. Well, it came out in 2000. Kids and family, hour 22. and came out with the absolute dumpster fire that was a review. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which again, we take very loosely. 24% from the critics. That's 41 Oof. reviews, giving it a stinker of a review. Wow. Uh, with one of them saying, overall, a questionable children's adventure that's boggling on every level. Is there any taste left in the world? The buck may very well stop here. A lot of hatred for the Digimon movie. I don't know if it's that serious, but. Now that's a, a review written at the time. When yeah, it came out. Um, that was in 20, no, 2019 was the overall a questionable children's adventure that boggles on every, first off, uh, top critic, why are you watching it in 2019? That's for <laughs> us. It's for the fans to watch, not you. Okay, get out of here. It was a slow day. Why is he doing this? Anyways. I mean, I don't think it was questionable, actually. What? He's, didn't they re reference like questionable content for kids or something? I thought it was pretty well, a lot of these ones are saying it's crudely animated and utterly uninteresting. The plot sucks, this, that, and the other, yada, yada. But my favorite thing that was coined uh, from one of the critics was, uh, where was it? It was in this article somewhere. They had said something of like, Digimon is, where is it? 
Digimon is just washed up Pokemon, basically. No, could you imagine? <laughs> uh, no, the site's critics, I think this is still talking about Rotten Tomatoes, said Digimon is better than Pokemon, but it's still a predictable movie with mediocre animation. I just thought it was a sign of the times. I mean, it's just kind of, yeah, it was just a 90s movie. I think this was obviously a cash grab kind of situation. I will give them that. With the success of the Pokemon movies around the same exact time, what kind of happened here was a dub that's straight away from the actual dialogue of the main three movies and was in fact a concoction of mixing three separate movies into one. So Mm -hmm. probably people who were a little bit more familiar with what was supposed to happen were just like, what the hell is going on? But at the same time, if you've already watched the other three, then relax. You can just go watch those. Yeah. I guess those three separate movies being Digimon Adventure, Digimon Adventure, our war game and Digimon Adventure 2 Hurricane Landing. Mm -hmm. No idea what was taken from what and all that good stuff. But I guess that the Digimon's original secret to Digivolving was incredibly dark. Oh, God. Uh, Wait, yeah. what? I don't know. Exactly right. But all I know is the movie's English version completely changed the original story. Let's see what this article says. The biggest changes, however, came with the handling of Digimon Adventure 2 Hurricane Landing. The plot of that one centered around Kari and TK needing to find the missing adventure cast. And it was completely removed from the English dub. Not hmm. only that, but in an attempt to create an overarching arch, Willis was stated to have created Diaboromon, who then corrupted Kokomon with a virus, something completely made up for the English dub, I guess. Hmm. All this created a movie that barely resembled the source material, and it's great that fans will soon be able to experience. Don't get me wrong. I'm stoked we're going to finally kind of get to the nitty-gritty of it, because when I'm watching Digimon the movie, I think it was fine as far as a... You just watch it. There's Digimon fight. It's clearly disconnected in the certain different scenes, but it worked. I'm not going to sit here with a huge bias and say that it's a great movie. I don't think it's a great, great movie, but I'll tell you what, it's a nostalgia bomb. Hey, guys who don't know what Digimon is, sorry about that. That <laughs> sounded like a fucking bunch of word vomit. Let me just give you a quick little, quick little rundown. Digimon was basically Tamagotchi back in the day, but for boys. Then eventually becoming a show. Digimon, one of the most absolutely iconic um, show openings from the back in the day. Um, and let's get let's get sad one more time. Sorry, have to do oh, it. Oh no, Paul Gordon, who actually did the he co-wrote the themes for Digimon, Transformers, Robots in Disguise, Power Rangers, Wild Force, The Great Pretenders, and my personal favorite, Stripperella. That's right, guys. Stripperella? The 13-episode single-season show produced by Stan Lee himself and oh, wow. starring Pamela Anderson. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, from 2003, airing on Spike. Yes, that intro was done by the same guy who co-wrote the Digimon game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it. Yeah. So craziness so stripperella let's get off of that topic that's a yeah but anyways paul gordon also aiding in some of the awesome songs one thing that i will give credit to with the digimon movie soundtrack is it's fucking fire bar none it's just great and we'll talk about the songs quickly after i tell you that paul poor uh gordon here passed away in 2016 he is missed and we love the music he made 
So sad. Why is it? So is the Digimon theme the one that's played first in the movie? Yes. When they're doing the the intro. Okay. Hot take. I did not like that song. (laughs) You're going to spit on his grave. (laughs) Unfucking It is a great one. It's a great. It's a great. I like the beginning. Oh, no, no, but no. In the movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, no. That's not the original Digimon song. That's oh, okay. the Digi rap. Which okay. I agree with you. <laughs> is Digi crap. <laughs> he did it. He rhymed. Uh yeah, no, not very good. That's the one okay. that's the one from the soundtrack which we do not like, but no, Paul Gordon's Digimon theme is a hidden track. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then my favorite song, Let's Kick It Up, was a hidden track as well. Ah, okay. But anyways, this soundtrack and it, People from the 90s, you guys are going to be like, holy, yeah, this thing's stacked. We had Smash Mouth's All-Star. You thought Shrek was the only one using it? No, Digimon the movie. <laughs> the Rockefeller Skank by Fatboy Slim comes in out of nowhere. And I'm like, are you, that song still slaps to this day. Kids in America by Len. Mm. Nice. Um, Bare Naked Lady. Bare Naked. Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bare Naked Ladies, One Week, is the name of their song, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Mighty Mighty Boss Stones made it on there with the impression that I get. Less Than Jake. Uh, Jason Radford with Run Around. And uh, a bunch of Paul Gordon filling out the rest. But there was some just slapping songs. We like it a lot. My favorite song is the Bare Naked Ladies song. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because I listened to Bare Naked Ladies when I was younger. Can you believe that they're a Canadian rock band? Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy to think about that? Those hmm. Canadians are doing rock music up there. <laughs> up there in the cold. What just do you kidding. think they're doing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> Take that back. Justin Bieber's crying right now. Justin Bieber's not rock and roll. Well, I mean, he kind of is when he gets into it. I was just saying he's Canadian. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> dissing those Canadians. No, I wasn't dissing them. I was just saying I can't. I didn't know they knew rock and roll up there. Anyways, of course they do. It's not a good joke. I'll get over it. Anyways, anyways, uh, yes. So anyways, the folks that don't know what Digimon is, sorry. These digital monsters, they fight. It's kind of like Pokemon. It's a classic little thing, you know, so when you were talking to your children back in the day, want some Pokemans? Well, they also wanted Digimans, okay? Digimon are pretty slapping. There was a big war between which one's better. They're both, they're both great. We love Digimon too. Digimon's pretty great. It's just had the shaft when it comes to video games because yikes. Holy shit. Yikes. Oh, yikes in the yard. It's not good. Um, yeah, but that's okay because you could still like it. And that's all that's that's all good. Now, this one obviously being a modge podge of movies, we can't really I guess we can quickly go over what the plot was of this. Uh, for yeah. those not in the know, it's essentially you get the uh, Ty and his sister Kari finding a digi egg, which comes out of their computer hatches. And that is their first uh, Digimon, which then introduced you. What is a Digimon? Oh, this is perfect. That's great. Then you go four years later and then the internet, there's a, po- a, a Pokemon. Oh, shit. A di- <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Funny. How old am I? Right. <laughs> Uh, there's a Digimon that is now hatched into the internet and it's taken the internet by storm. And oh my gosh. And this is where the 
uh, the movie titled Digimon Adventure, our war game is because it's just like war game. This thing is taken over. Do you remember the classic movie? War I've game? never seen it. You haven't? Nope. Yeah. That's basically the computer. I don't like, it's been ages since I seen that one, but well, I know they reference in a lot in ready player one, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit. I don't know any of these references. Yeah. Pretty, pretty iconic movie. It had, um, it basically was the start possible starting of world war three with this military computer, which is really confused with gameplay and blah, 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 and then they got to play a game and, oh, we got to stop disaster with Matthew Broderick in it. Well, guess what? We had that with the Digimon because our little virus guy decides, hey, I'm going to shoot a nuclear missile mm-hmm. uh, at Colorado and the Digidestin's neighborhood, which will impact in 10 minutes. Can they destroy it? I don't know, but you get some awesome Digivolutions, which is them turning cooler. And then we go to present day and some other stuff. Hey, does that sound interesting? Probably not because I butchered it. But guess what? That's what we're talking about today. And if you have any interest in watching it, uh, maybe just watch the re-releases because obviously you'll have a little bit more of a connected idea as to what the hell is going on. But still a slapper of a movie if you remember it from your childhood. Anyways, Danielle. Yeah. I know that you said you'd watched it in the past. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of nostalgia bias to you. Yes. How did this one stack up as we rewatched it as a married couple in their 30s on the couch while their daughter slept? I mean, I still really like it. And I think what I appreciate now that I'm older is all of the great quotey puns. Just joke the- after joke on this mother. It was crazy. I ended up having to take notes because of how much was being said. Like. The classic uh, right at the beginning, the truck scene where the guy says, did you see that? And the guy goes, no, I was sleeping. He goes, but you're driving. It's all lame, good stuff, but we love it. Agumon is going to attack a bus and Kari is like, I know my mom says they're late, but don't do that. Like, it's all just little teeny lines that people can (laughs) shit on the dub for going off script. They were handling the business. Okay. All the kids code in this movie as well which i thought was pretty funny yeah you know when the thing going on with the internet sorry Mm. i'm kind of jumping around but when the internet thing's going and all these kids are tuning in with all this digital code shit happening i was like okay so every 11 year old on the planet is doing some (laughs) fucking backdoor uh, you know (laughs) some hacking algorithms to get in and watch this digi egg and so everyone knows digimon what there is some disconnects obviously Definitely willing to suspend that, but that's mm-hmm. okay. The wonky grocery store scene, speaking of funny parts, the he she rings it up and she goes, okay, that'll be uh, 1 million 100. And then he goes, what the? He goes, that what? must be really good chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it says. Exactly. And then, you know, big shout out to Ty and Kari's uh, mom, Miss uh, Kamiya. Her cooking's fucking horrid, right? <laughs> she makes beef jerky shakes, uh, potato juice, and spinach cookies. Spinach cookies seems pretty new age. She was probably very ahead of the game there, but I don't know if beef jerky shakes is doing it. Yeah. They just buy beef jerky, though. How poignant. Yeah. Not for me. For you, though. Yeah. Oh, and then the last one that I had to write down, because I was like, oh, if I forget that, but how could you forget this scene? Do you remember when? They're doing phone tag. Mm-hmm. But before they're doing the phone tag, he's calling. Line's busy. Oh, oh let me try again. I was going to bring Line. that up. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Please do. Oh, yeah. So he's 
keeps calling back and he gets, all circuits are busy. Please try again later. And then he's redoing and calling again, calling. And then she goes, didn't you hear me? It says we're busy. It's busy. <laughs> and her voice crack on the it's busy is so good. That voice actress nailed it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite lines. And then I liked when Izzy is uh, unbeknownst to Ty reading comments from people online. Oh, yeah. Your Digimon's a loser, Ty. Yeah. What did you say, Izzy? How could you, how could two mega level Digimon get beat by one lousy bug, blah, blah, blah. And then Izzy's like, I was reading an email from another kid. And Ty says, well, you didn't have to read it so well. <laughs> it's such a good scene. What a, what a good part. Then Izzy ends up having to go just take a massive dump because of all <laughs> the bad cooking he was doing. <laughs> it's just great. You, you, you can feel the year 2000 with this one. Yeah. It's saturated in it, and it's a great time capsule that I think, of course, the newer age kids aren't going to go back and watch Digimon the movie. That's what these re-releases will be for, which is great. But this is for us. This is for the uh, the folks to just go back and remember the simple times, right? We even had an intro from Angela Anaconda in this, which is going to be lost on most people. But Angela Anaconda being this weirdly animated Nickelodeon show, or maybe not Nickelodeon show. Um, I was can't remember. Nickelodeon? I didn't watch it. Hmm. I don't remember what it was on, but it, yeah, it was this show from back in the day where it was like realistic cutouts, but then it was stop motion. It was kind of like a South Park, but more realistic kind of yeah. deal. And they do an intro. They're where, waiting in line to see the Digimon movie. To see the Digimon movie. But uh, Nanette and her friends, which is like the bitches on this one. <laughs> it was like Mean Girl, these bitch squad. And uh, then Mrs. Brinks comes in with her big ass hair and it's blocking the view of the screen. And then Angela starts to imagine herself digivolving into Angela Mon to defeat Mrs. Brinks and Nana, Nanette or whatever. And then before the audience all realizes they're in the wrong theater and they leave. So. Yeah, not my fun favorite. little intro. We skip it every time, but I just <laughs> that brings me back every time just hearing her voice. Mm hmm. It's as nasally as mine. It's so brutal, but <laughs> it, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, as we had said, very bad reviews. I think we're still very much into it. It opened at number five in the box office. Probably why it wasn't as well received because people were probably like, well, you know what? I've never heard of Digimon. Let me go in there. I think having a little knowledge of Digimon helps a teeny bit, right? To at least know. I know Patamon and I love that uh Angelmon and Angel Woman come up and then she turns into a damn ferret at one point. I <laughs> I had never seen that digivolution until this, but I guess opening weekend it earned four point two million dollars. Wow. And then it ended its run in December at fifty-sixth, drawing a weekend gross of nineteen thousand, but it grossed a total of nine million six hundred and thirty-one thousand one hundred and fifty-three dollars domestically. See, now, as someone who I'm pretty sure the only bit of Digimon I ever watched was this movie. I didn't watch anything else, I'm pretty sure. Mm. For not having any other outside knowledge of Digimon, I thought as a younger person, it did pretty good to make, make me aware of how, at least baseline, how the Digimon work mm. and the universe kind of. I don't really get like how they're digital, you know, kind of how they're in the computer during the war game part. 
just digital monsters. Um, That's Digimon for you. Yeah. So I, I didn't quite understand that, but I could understand the overall premise. Well, because it's like you don't need it to be realistic because the first scene we get is a young girl with a whistle uh, having breakfast. Her older brother is just such a cute relationship, cooking breakfast, yada, yada. And then a big ass egg comes out of the computer screen. I mean, people watching it now wouldn't even know it was a computer screen. They'd be like, what the hell is that box in front of them, right? Um, yeah, no, I think. Hi, Kari Kari Tai Tai. Oh, my gosh. Just so many good lines. Yeah. Hey, Kari Kari Tai Tai. He's pooping all over the place, which is a shout out to like when they were Tamagotchi type deals. Because then, yeah, you'd have to clean up the Digi poop. Yeah. What did I say before Digi? The Digi oh, movies. The Digi, yeah, the Digi movie. Yeah, I, I said I was going to drop that this episode, but I've, I've lost my chances. So there it was. I guess the international, sorry, you were breathing in. You got something to say? No, you can finish. The international success of this movie, by the way, led Toshio Suzuki to contact Mamoru Hosoda to direct Howl's Moving Castle. Oh. Though he later left the production due oh. to creative differences. Oh. But, I mean, it had enough success that it was getting some people on the old docket um, to kind of get in the mix. We like how Howl's came out, so the creative differences, well, sad to see. We're kind of happy the movie came out fine. Yeah. And the Digimon movie is, over 22 years after it's released, a Soda's most successful film in the United States. Wow. So, and Hosoda was, where was he on the credits here? Let's find out. Is he, would he direct it? Yes, he directed it. Um, I am interested to watch the three original independent movies that oh, make yeah, up absolutely. this movie, especially now. Now I want to know what this dark history is with uh, Digimon. Ev- what? Digivolutions? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, let me be the first to... Burst your bubble, actually, as you were saying that. I went back to the tab and I had said, like, oh, I kind of mixed it in. Like, it seemed like the movies would show that. No, I'm sorry about that. It was just a separate article that said Digimon's original secret to Digivolving is incredibly dark. And uh, through a quick read of this, horseshit. It's just basically that, oh, they're the person that's in charge of that they're, they're Digi destined has to be in danger for them to, like, Digivolve. Digivolve. It's like, yeah, duh, I watched it. <laughs> Idiot. So, so does Goku leveling up in Dragon Ball. So does every <laughs> anime. Get a job. Ay, ay, ay. But anyways, so, yeah, no, excited to see those three in general. But yeah. I didn't say this, but with a 24 on Rotten Tomatoes, 24%, 66% with the audience, Okay. That's, oh, yeah. that's that's passable. That's the actual score you really need to punch to pay attention to. I've found out in my later years. Exactly. Call call it my nostalgia. I don't care. I still rewatch this movie today. Thank you, Jennifer C. With a five star. We <laughs> like people who have the same thoughts as us because we want to create an echo chamber. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now I can see people not liking it. This person says, oh, please, why make the movie? I was never a fan of watching the show. Then why'd you fucking watch the movie? <laughs> it's fine. Okay. The half star that he gave, whatever, justified. If you didn't like the show, probably not going to like the movie you rated yeah, as duh. such. 
uh, craziness. Then another one star. It's time to take digicide with your digicyanide. It's a digicarable, oh nonsensical, <laughs> stitched together film with three OVAs that have no connection or coherency. That's an otaku with anger in 2018. Yeesh. This person, though, with a four star. We love our four stars around here. Born on, on 95, this was one of the movies I grew up alongside with other populated animated shows, games, and films such as Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Despite the low rankings, this movie has a special place in my heart for being part of my childhood, and I'll never forget that. I also enjoyed the movie. That's fine. That's fine, too. I think that's where we're all at, right? Nothing's going to get worse than Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie, though, okay? <laughs> Wait, have you seen it? Yu-Gi-Oh! was that stepchild who was like, please love me. No one did. 5% <laughs> tomato meter and a 50% from the audience score. Oh, for a teetering right there. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie says Yu-Gi-Know! the movie, okay? <laughs> Not happening, no thanks. Have you seen it? Nope, never seen it, <laughs> apparently. Let's see. Cyrus K with a half star review oh, in no. 2022, no less. <laughs> I admit it. I'm not a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh anime. So even though I grew up with it, my problem here is the anime with the anime are the story that was overly complicated for me to understand. And the characters are forgettable to the point where I can't remember most of their names or personalities. <laughs> and one of, and most of those problems reside in this movie. The plot is overly complicated and the characters are forgettable as last week's lunch. And it doesn't help that the voice acting is abysmal, even for four kids standards. <laughs> and the fact that it's nothing but a blatant advertisement. But the animation is somewhat okay, I guess. That's what the half star is for, is for the okay, okay. animation. I have a hot take. Are you done reading but his review? that is not nearly enough to save this poor acted, <laughs> overly complicated, forgettable, blandly animated advertisement. Cyrus, I hope you're having a better day now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Crazy. That's a movie. Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie's from 2004. And then it started streaming in 2018. In the 2018, dude. The homies came out the woodworks to shit on. There's some five stars in here. Oh, wow. Great movie if you enjoyed the original TV thing. Steven Sear says, a five star on June 7th, 2023, not too long ago. <laughs> he said, the greatest one and a half hours ever. Oh, wow. I wonder if people go on there like that guy and just <laughs> do like a five star review. They actually thought it was terrible. <laughs> just to get it started. <laughs> I mean, maybe to try and like hook people in to also watch it. I think, yeah, I think that would be a great uh, hobby, right? Would be to to go on there and <laughs> test your creative writing so that <laughs> so that you're able <laughs> to really see, yeah, as you're saying, sway people. Not what I do love is what I do love is Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie says you might also like and it gives five oh, other movies yeah and they're all fucking awful <laughs> what are the movies alien from la which got an audience oh. score of three percent Ooh. sign of the pagan 33 <laughs> percent from i'm just gonna do audience because fuck the critics cheetah with a 55 top dog which is a chuck norris film 32 and Kana the prophecy with a 43%. Why the heck would it recommend for the Yu-Gi-Oh! movies, though? <laughs> Maybe the folks that are actually looking it up and, and, and trying to take a little gander at it are into watching 
garbage movies. Maybe <laughs> that's what it is. Well, speaking side tangent, not that you, Gil, hasn't been a side tangent, but a side tangent to the side tangent. Of course. Speaking of shitty movies, I should make an IMDb account or a Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And leave a review for that 86 movie we watched. Or what was it, 62? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. The Adam Driver movie with the fucking dinosaurs. Oh, and I love Adam Driver. <laughs> this was bad. Oh, no, it was 65 because 65 million years ago there was dinosaurs. Duh. Duh, of course. Um, I saw a preview for this like a trailer and I was like fuck yeah I'm watching this movie because one I love Jurassic Park and I love alien movies so what and Adam Driver th- my three favorite things let's go baby we watched this the last night we were in Florida or was it yes. the second to yeah, last yeah we night? really wanted to ruin the trip <laughs> it was dog shit and I'm sorry if you watched it and you liked it this was not my movie this was bad oh let me see um which again, we don't give reviews. We just give our thoughts. You can love whatever you love, but that's a hard one to love in this household. You're on Rotten Tomatoes? No. Oh, okay. Because um, on IMDb, this movie 65 got a 5.4 out of 10 star rating. Let me go on. You know what? That's where I'd put it too. I think there was some... There, was there were some good jump scares. There, well, yeah, you can do a good jump scare just by just throwing a dinosaur at a screen. <laughs> it did that for sure, but more so, like, I I don't know. I think there was some redeemable stuff. They were trying something interesting within the dinosaur genre. It was a little... I don't know. Yeah, not oh. for us, though. Not for us. Okay. So on Rotten Tomatoes, 65 got a 34% from the critics. Fine. 65 from audience. What? Hey, you know. Are you kidding me? Wow. Wow. I thought thought that was going to actually be flip-flopped. Nope. Wow. Maybe we're we're against the grain. We're not like other girls. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that. What a great subreddit. Not like other girls, I think it was. I don't know. I haven't been on that site in a while. So going oh, back to the mercy. Digimon movie. The Digimon movie. Talk to me about it. Uh, which of the three, which I I can agree, but I also disagree with the one review you read where it said that the three different arcs of the movie don't really intertwine. I thought it, for what it they works. took it, and how they, you know, mashed it and made it a cohesive movie. And I did read that um, they did have to omit a lot of stuff to fit it in to the time of what an hour and a half, I think, um, or thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, I thought it paced well, you know, and lined up and that Willis Willis, um, is actually not supposed to be in the war game segment. They put him in there to make sense for the last. They not only put him in there, honey, they blamed the guy. (laughs) He wasn't even fucking involved. And they said, Hey, Willis, You did this. <laughs> you American over there, you did this. Never forget it. Um, but which of the three arcs is your favorite? The first one, Kari Kari Tai Tai, War Game. Uh, the or... origin is great, but no, I'm going to say War Game. I think it had the most interesting thing. We got some really cool digi evolutions, although the golden digi eggs at the end were slapping too. Mm. Uh, but no, I think the... Diaboromon segment is cool. It had a little bit more of the thrill to it when and I was young. Is that when young. they they fuse together? What's Diaboromon? Diaboromon is the like 
sketchy ass spider virus. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they He's the become, thing out of my child nightmares. Yeah, they become Omnimon. So, oh. so you've got Greymon and uh, Garurumon. Whatever the hell their different ranks are and champions. Yeah, you really cannot sound. That's the the fall off with Digimon. You cannot sound cool talking about it. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I I thought it was cool just seeing them evolve. It was a little cheesy, obviously. And then Ty ends up in the computer. So does Matt. The segment of the barber when Matt goes in, oh Matt yeah, and TK. Matt goes into the computer and suddenly you just see the guy in the background. Where's your brother go? Oh yeah, he's funny. <laughs> like it's just '90s. It's great. Oh, yeah. We love it. And uh, that was my that was my favorite segment. What segment did you enjoy the most? Um, I do enjoy the first segment. Ah, uh, because I love seeing little baby Kari. It's cute. And um, I mean, let's face it, we do whistle the the whistle. Oh yes, absolutely. We still whistle that and did 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 you mind? Did you mind? Um. And I, so I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ty, you know, Kari has her whistle and, and he even, he does exactly what I was thinking, watch, rewatching it this last time. You know, you only whistle at me and you talk to the, <laughs> <Did you Yeah. laughs> that's so cute. Funny. Um, but yeah, I, I also, I agree with you. I like the, the war game. Yeah. The middle segment was pretty good. Definitely drops off at the last one. The redeeming factor is finally seeing Angel Woman. Angel Woman. Oh my gosh. We love her. Yeah. She's so cool. She's, that's the best. Hands down. I don't know who does the voice acting for Kari, by the way, um, for Digimon, but I've always liked that. I don't know if she's been in anything else. Let me see. So that would have been Tara Sands. Or wait, that's for Digimon Adventure Tri Reunion. Uh, uh, I don't for, know how to for find Kari, it. Yeah. Laura Jill Miller. Laura Jill Miller. Is Kari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. I, yeah, I don't know something about it, but she's got a very nostalgic voice for me where it's like whenever I hear her as well as... Well, is it Ty or Izzy? It's one of the other boys is pretty recognizable. Yes, and we will hear him and other stuff yes. too. Yeah. Um... When we're watching dub, obviously. Yeah, I'm looking through her IMDb and I don't see anything that I recognize. A lot of kids shows, Doc McStuffins, I've seen that, never watched it. Uh, Curious George. Oh, Final Fantasy 15. Comrades? Interesting. Final Fantasy 15? Comrades? X and a V. X is 10, V is 5, so that's 15, right? Yeah, I didn't play um, 15. I Kingdom think. Hearts, HD 2.0, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I you know. So, yeah, nothing else I would have heard her in. 2004's Astro Boy. <gasps> she was in Puss in Boots. Wait, what? It might not, oh, voice uncredited. uncredited. So it might be something. Oh, but the it's original not the one. Puss in Boots. Yeah, I was going to say it's oh not the new Oh my gosh, we have been watching Puss in Boots The Last Wish more than you could believe. But I'll tell you what, it's a great movie. I'm <laughs> obviously, we've obviously watched it too much, but phenomenal movie. I liked that. It's going to be a hot take. I liked that more than the Mario movie. I can agree. And actually that last review you were reading about the Yu-Gi-Oh! 
movie. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, shit, they're they're basically reprising what I would write for the Mario movie. Oh, snap. Yeah. Damn, son, yeah. where'd you find this? Yeah. All right, well, duly noted. Mario movie was not, I don't think it's, I think it's more so for kids than adults. Mm. I was hoping it would be more for adults, but yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we want to talk about it right now because we're supposed to be talking about Digimon the movie. We've been, we've been talking Digimon. <laughs> I said Agumon and Metal Gururumon and War Greymon and Angelmon, Angelwoman and you know. Yeah. And honestly, Willis was a dickhead because he's the <laughs> one who made the villain. Supposedly, based on this movie. Supposedly. Um, who's the girl with the hat that Ty, that, uh, yeah, Ty oh, likes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So is, I'm sorry. So did you watch any of the Digimon show? Yeah, no, I watched a little bit of the show. I wasn't nearly as into it, but no, I collected the cards. Oh. I was pretty Sora. into the Digimon. Yeah, Sora. Did you like Sora? Of course, the original Digidestin. We love our some original Digidestin. Now, what about Mimi? Maybe I have watched a little bit of the original Digimon. Wishing you were here, <laughs> Mimi. She's just out on a beach. Yeah. I think I have seen some original Digimon show, probably because of my brother, because I remember seeing more of Mimi. I'll have to ask him what we... Maybe we own something and uh, and he would watch it. No, I think the original cast was dope. I liked them. I liked all the original Digimon. I loved um, it. Was, it was enough, you know, and then obviously things have to keep trying to be relevant and then it gets a little crazy. Then you had some new one come in, some new people come in. You get to see them in the movie as well. But no, I mean, Kabu, Kabu Terrymon or whatever. Okay, I must have seen a bit of the show because I remember, I only recognized it after looking at the thumbnail, but Palmon, she looks like a plant. Oh, yeah, turning into the cactus. Oh, it turns into a cactus? Yeah, yeah I don't remember that, but I That's vaguely... Mimi's. Oh, Yeah, okay. Sora has the pink bird that turns into like a phoenix looking thing. Yeah. And then it is... And I know the cat one with the paws turns into Angelwoman, right? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Paimon and then, yeah, whatever the cat one is. Are you keeping up with us people? Are you keeping up? <laughs> Are you Googling this shit or not? My brother did have the, for the next generation of Digimon, uh, for Vmon. He did have the Vmon, uh, like Tamagotchi. Did you, did you, Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I did steal it from time to time because I liked, you? I liked playing with it. Yeah. Damn. It was pretty cool. It was like, basically a pedometer because as you'd walk it would raise yep. the i had one of those too i think that's why i stole it because i yeah and i i wonder if i still have my tamagotchi in my keepsake box. they sell them now again oh yeah yeah i think so i, think I would love one again i wonder if they got another digimon one i'll get it and then for the digimon ones you could link them together right you could that's what was sick and then you could battle them they had these metal prongs that would touch yep. on the top yeah mm-hmm did you have one? I did have one. It was a yellow cased one. And I think I don't even I mean, I don't know where the hell that went. I was so good at keeping certain things and then certain things I wasn't, obviously. Mm. And that Digivice was it. I do remember a, I had a PlayStation one game and I would just run around in one area over and over and over. So I always thought, what a shitty video game. It could have just been me being a dumbass kid. Too. <laughs> 
I don't know. There's so many variables in what makes good and what is not good, you know? So I wonder where we can watch these original movies. Yeah. Or, or the when they're going to be re-released. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's do a quick little perusal. 2023 Digimon movies. Um, okay. So it looks like initial release October 27th, 2023 is what's, oh no, that's Digimon Adventure 02, the beginning. Hmm. Oh. O2 movies. It's so the the third one, Hurricane Touchdown, is Digimon Adventure O2 movies. Oh. So okay. Digimon Movie O2 Dash, Digimon Hurricanes Touchdown, Supreme Evolution, The Golden Digimentals. That's <laughs> that's that third segment. I'm straight Digimental, dude. <laughs> I'm Digi crazy, dog. <laughs> there was a something in 2020 called Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Kazuno. Hmm. Kazuna. And it's got them like grown up. Oh. You should see the poster for that. That's crazy. Of the original? Yeah, they all look Digi like they're Dustin? like in their 20s or middle aged. <laughs> and I swear to you, is Izzy drinking? No the, way is he drinking the, the drink. Poster? He's drinking something. Sorry, what's it? Run that by me one more time. Um, it oh. is called, what, you didn't pick that up? What are you, Digi crazy? <laughs> uh, Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Kazuna. K-I-Z-U-N-A. And they're all just grown up. Let's see. Oh my gosh. And it's got that voice actor, Mao Ichimichi, who looks like a damn mascot. I can't zoom in on this picture. I'm going to need to find... Enhance. Enhance. (laughs) Enhance. (laughs) Um, Let me go to here. Maybe I can find it. Is it when they're waving towards the camera? Backs turned, some Mm -hmm. of them? Oh, I see it. Let me get a, okay, I could see it from the, holy, or is that a pop? Hmm, I can't tell. I don't That's know. That's cute. Absolutely. So this, this voice actress, mm-hmm. Maoichi Michi, who if you click on her picture, she looked, again, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know why she's dressed like that or whatever. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, did voices in that, was in Sinduality, Noir, that new show, Birdie Wing, is kind of just doing a bunch of stuff, including farming life in another world. She was the goddess of agriculture. Oh, wouldn't you know? She's also a voice actress in a beautiful segue for me. Goddess of victory, uh, Nick Hay, which is a thirst trap of a gotcha game with guns and anime waifus and jiggling butts. And it's just one of those <laughs> games. And I had deleted it cause I'm like, I'm never playing it. Whatever. Who needs it? Then I see September 1st, they're doing a, and it, it works. I, I, I keep saying, oh, this stuff's stupid. Who's this work on? Me. Me. It works on this guy. They're doing a crossover and you can get uh, near Automata characters in it now. I'm like, well, damn it. So I'm going to download it, get the character, and then delete it again. I don't know why my brain wants to do it, but it's what we do. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Anyways. I like that new game you're playing with the house. The Isekai one? Uh, yes. Yeah. Or the, yeah, which one is that called? Let me, let me see. Let me, let me give you guys a little dose as to what's going on in my obsessions here. The app is called Isekai Slow Life. Just came out. It's an idle game. It's pretty weird, as is most things, but. This is a cute picture for the last evolution. I think there are two posters for the movie. So one of them is grown tie with 
Agumon. That's Agumon, yeah. And then Little Ty with Hadamon. Hadamon. Come on, keep up. <laughs> keep up. What did you not watch this? Or no, that's not Patamon. Come on, Tom. Come on, me. What, what the, the fuck? fuck am I talking about? I didn't mean to say that. Um, Here, let me. What's it called? He says it in the movie. The little. Yeah, you think I thing. remember that? Wait, it's not on the staff for the movie? Oh, Coromon. That's, that's what I meant oh. to say. Sorry, shit. <laughs> I'm getting my mons. <laughs> I'm getting my mons mixed up. Yeah, no, it starts as Bottomon, then turns into Karamon, which is then Agumon. Oh, Bottomon's the little fuzzy one? It's the little black, oh, like, soot-looking thing. I oh, love my it. gosh. It's so cute. And it makes me very uncomfortable when, um, uncomfortable when, uh, Koromon kisses them in the yeah, face. And yeah. wraps yeah, his ears. That? <laughs> and then it's, it's just like the branching and what you can do. And then there's digi eggs. That's where this had like a little bit of an extra one up on the Pokemon. Cause mm. there were just so many stages of each one. Cause then Agumon can turn into Greymon, which is then also can become metal <laughs> Greymon. But there is a, there's something called skull Greymon. Interesting. I had the the trading card and I was like, this is badass. This has to be great. It's an ultimate level Greymon. Hmm. And it's a skeleton Digimon. It was a Digimon that put too much importance on fighting. And as a result of its combat instinct, it clung to life despite its body rotting away. Oh my god. Its gosh. whole body becoming nothing but bones, as it doesn't even have a scrap of intelligence to balance its combat instinct. Its existence is a threat to other Digimon. Oh, oh wow. so Skull Greymon. What universe is Agumon turning into that? Wait a minute. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Anyways. Um, looking through the pictures for this, what is this called? Last Evolution? Yeah. Uh, movie? Don't know anything about Digimon, but I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I, I, the movie poster thing got me. Yeah. Um, or is it Omegamon that we see? I don't know, Tom. You got me a Mon. <laughs> you, you had Mon at the end. It's probably it. Anyways, anyways, Mon, we've been talking about this for an hour, so I think it's time to let you go. Have you made it to this point? My gosh, you must be a great friend of the show to, to especially sit through all this Digimon talk. Hopefully you also liked this movie, and if you didn't, that's okay. We understand it. Um, hop on the discord, you know, tell us what you think about everything you think, you know what I'm saying? Let's just be friends and all that good stuff. We really appreciate the support. And obviously if you're listening to this portion of the episode and making it through the entire episode, uh, we really appreciate that as well. Uh, it's good to be back. Our one week break was very much needed and, uh, heading out to Florida was awesome. The beach and all that good stuff, which speaking of which, because you've made it to here, you might actually be someone who listens to us pretty frequently. So this Thursday, please keep an eye out. We're going to be talking about our vacation. If that's up your alley, we're just going to be chilling and talking about that. So I think we should also talk about the Mario movie. And a we'll probably bit. be devolving what's going. We'll, we'll divulge, not digivolve. <laughs> we will divulge kind of what we thought on that. It was a good movie, but we're going to probably. Anyways, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Hope you're having a great start to the week. Truly, truly a massive fan of you. And I hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. We'll catch you soon, all right? 
Thanks for being here. All right. Danielle, go ahead and uh, Digi send them Digi out. <laughs> bye, guys. You're not going to say Digi bye, guys? Oh. Go back then. Do it now. It's fine. I'll leave it. Go back? Yes. Go back. Go back. <laughs> what are you, fucking Kokoma? Nice <laughs> shout out. All right. All right. Did you buy, guys? <laughs>